Hi, this is Carl, and I'm joined today by my good friend, Josh Peterson. Welcome, sir. Hey, Carl. So Josh is a longtime friend of mine and is an instructor at Great Little Seminar So, uh, and does many other things. So why don't you tell us a bit about who you are and, and, and why I should pay any attention to you? <laughs> sure. Well, Carl, uh, I have operated and owned a company called Barry McKinley for about five years, and for the last 14 years, I've been a management consultant in the industry, working with IT solution providers, MSPs, uh, anything to do with, with technical services type of companies, working on areas of sales, service, and finance. Uh, we've been doing this a long time, and we do a lot of ConnectWise consulting, and we try to, try, to get, uh, try to get a lot of good education and how to actually implement all that great education that people receive out there. Well, when you were my uh, uh, peer group leader many, many years ago, you yeah, taught me the, the basics of the most important metrics I have to pay attention to in my business. So if anybody sure. ever hears me talking about, you know, the, the handful of metrics that matter versus the 742 that don't, <laughs> uh, they're, they're actually listening to echoes of you. Outstanding. So, Outstanding. Yeah. So, so tell us about Bering McKinley. What, what do you do there? Sure. So as, as the CEO and principal consultant, I work with our team of five management consultants to help companies do things like build a sales team, uh, perhaps uh, deliver those services a little more profitably with a great client experience and a, and a great experience for your employees. We do a lot of financial benchmarking, uh, as you just mentioned, and we do a lot, a lot of ConnectWise consulting. We do about 3,000 hours a year of working on folks ConnectWise. Uh, we do that all through our direct consulting, and we also do it through things like our um, peer teams that we offer and through um, events that we hold throughout the year, like the one we have coming up here in Las Vegas in a couple of months. Very cool. So I have been putting a couple of promotions out for the Las Vegas event, but why don't you tell us what's up with that? Sure. This is our third year in a row of doing it. Uh, it's I, I love this event because it's not one of those events that gets four or 500 people or even two, 300 people. We usually get about 30 to 50 people coming in. They spend two full days with us working on sales, service, finance. We have a speaker this year who's going to talk a lot about leadership, a guy named Matthew Middlestetter. And we've got a guy coming in, uh, actually two folks coming in talking about SEO and some marketing as well. Not not marketing in a box, but true to life, real thoughtful marketing practices, how to utilize some of the tools out there, how to actually measure what you're doing and take responsive changes with what you're doing. We do that on February 4, 5, and 6. On the 4th, which is Super Bowl Sunday, we always have it over Super Bowl Sunday, uh, we do it out in Las Vegas. We hold a big party in the sports book do some crazy prop bets, have a nice time, have just, you know, get chance to get to know all the other attendees. And then we get to work Monday morning uh, for two full straight days. It's a, it's a really powerful event. It's intense. You're working hard. Uh, it's broken down into about six sections and we, we absolutely love it. So it really gives us a chance to get in front of, in front of folks who are just looking for that extra little bit of implementation help and a little more education. So are most of your attendees uh, slightly larger managed service providers? No, a lot of these guys are anywhere between, oh, I got my nephew and family all walking around out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are ranging anywhere from the 
the guys that are at a million a, a year in revenue, all the way up to guys that are, you know, 20, 30 million a year. And they're, they're awesome. And they're all looking to make that next level step. So they, they're, they're a range of sizes. Right. Very cool. And, and are they all together through the whole thing? So it's like a group, you, you sort of Absolutely. go through this experience together. Absolutely. These guys, they go through a lot together in those two days. We ask them to do some group exercises together. They get to know each other really well. And uh, by the end of it, they're, you know, busting each other's chops or kind of holding each other lightly accountable. They're not really a peer team per se, but they're, they're challenging each other on what they're going to do when they get home. It's, it's a really, it's, even though 40 people is a lot of people, it's intimate enough that you get to know the people sitting around you and you feel like you, you made a, a new buddy in the industry as well. Now, you don't do this alone, do you? No. In fact, we have, um, I believe it's four other speakers, uh, all but two of them. Well, I guess, yeah, four or five other speakers uh, from the Barry McKinley staff. And then also we've got Ginger Clay, who's going to talk about marketing. We've got Winston Clay, who's going to talk about SEO. We've got Matthew Middlestetter, who's all about the leadership and company-wide culture. So, yeah, fortunately, I don't, I don't uh, do the whole thing. People get real sick of that real quick. I think. <laughs> Trust me, I understand. I know you would. <laughs> so, uh, so do all these people come from your peer teams, or they can anybody can show up? Anybody can come in. We've got folks from other peer teams coming in. We've got folks who've never even heard of a peer team or a peer group coming in. Uh, it's we we broadcast it out very broadly. Uh, so that we can meet a bunch of new people. And so it's not just, you know, people who have heard our story and our rhythm so many times. We get some new folks in there as well that want to want to hear a different take on things. Right. So let's get to the peer teams because yeah. that's kind of, that's the big thing that I wanted to talk about today. So oh, can I have a little, little surprise. So if people decide to register, if they just Google Barry McKinley, Las Vegas, it'll pop up first. If they go to register and they type in Carl 777, triple seven, blazing sevens, Carl 777, they'll be uh, eligible for the, I think it's uh, about a about $100 discount, but it also includes two free nights at the link. So oh my. They need to do that relatively soon. We're running out of rooms. We reserved a block and, and giving those away to the first. Can day. I do that? Yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, absolutely. So we try to make a real good deal for folks to be able to come out and, and have a great time. Wow. So yeah, registration includes a couple nights. Yep. Absolutely. Um, all right. So tell me about the peer teams. So okay. this, cause this is one of the big things that you've been doing the last few years. Right, right. We've been in, we've been involved and engaged in, in peer teams for since 2004. Uh, we are not, we're not the most broadly known peer group or peer team organization out there, but we've got this niche of people who say, I want to come for some hardcore accountability and hardcore education. It's all about education and accountability. So we follow a very uh, rigorous type of format in our two day meetings that meet twice a year. We follow a very rigid um, format when we get on our monthly calls where you come in and you report your numbers, what you failed at, what you succeeded at, and what you're going to do different next month. It's that check-in point to say, am I on my right path? It's too hard to go this alone. You need that team of people that are supporting you pulling in the same direction. And we're so excited to be partnering with you, Carl, to bring in the managed services in a month because now we get a bunch of folks who have read your books, have followed your, your teaching, followed your methodology, 
before they were scattered to the winds and they were learning and doing and challenging themselves. And now they get to come together and say, we're all playing from the same playbook now. And that's what has me so excited is that these guys all have the playbook and now we can hold them accountable and, and layer in a few bits of, uh, you know, advice and input from ourselves and the other folks as well. So for folks who are paying attention here, what we're doing is announcing the managed services in a month peer teams and they'll be run by Baring McKinley, but I will drop in from time to time. And so participate. So walk us through a little bit. A peer team consists of how many people? Sure. Uh, and, and also I want to make sure we're clear. So meets in person twice a year, but meets right. by phone or by zoom or something link uh, um, 10 times a year. That's exactly right. There's going to be, you're going to be partnered up with 10 folks to be in your team and they're going to come from non-competitive areas. They're going to be, or at least geographic, geographically, uh, they're going to have, they're going to meet a few criteria to be bundled together. A little bit of it's about revenue, a little bit of it's about how long you've been in business, a little bit of it's about your staff size, a little bit of it's about some of your own goals as an owner to make sure we're slotting you with folks that have similar goals and endeavors. And like you said, meeting twice a year in Chicago for two days and you're getting on that phone call once a month on the non, non in-person meeting months. And then we do a couple other things that are really unique. We put you in a micro team where you've got two to three people in these micro teams and you're meeting more frequently, you're meeting on your own schedule, but you guys, when you get together with us in person or on the phone, you're reporting on each other, letting us know how the other person is doing and that's where the true accountability comes in. So what accountability takes place within the bigger group? Do you, sure. do you uh, open up numbers? Do you yeah. talk about uh, actual goals? Like in the next month, I'm going to have this marketing campaign done. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So we do open up our numbers. What we do is we've, we've got a tool that links directly to your QuickBooks. There's no monster spreadsheet to fill out and upload, no uh, spreadsheet to fill out and have somebody else enter for you. This goes directly to your accounting, to your QuickBooks, sucks those numbers in. You can see how you're progressing on your own or against your team to say, how are my numbers stacking up? And then when we get live and in person, we're going through a detailed um, slideshow of, here's a metric, what's my service hours to service revenue? where was I over the last four quarters and where were my peers as well. That way it gives us that confidence to say, look, we tell you that it, it should be 33%. That may seem impossible to you today, but when you see seven, eight, nine other guys doing it, now you got to pick their brains and say, how did you do that? What is it that I'm doing wrong? What is it that I'm missing in the formula? Right. What's always interesting to me is that, Half the time the conversation is, no, you need to up those numbers. And the other half of the time is, are you sure that's realistic? So it's, it literally is a little of both. You would think the, the group would be all rah, rah, rah. No, double it, double it next year, double it the year after. Uh, and sometimes it's like, you know, really? You, you, you don't think you can make an extra whatever, $10,000 in a quarter? Come on. Right. And then the other half of the time, it's like, you're so overstretched now. Like, as your friend, I'm going to tell you, cool your jets and you know, solidify your processes before you move to the next level. And to that point, Carl, as we were just talking about our, our mutual friend, uh, Brian, out in the Midwest, 
you know, I, we, I was telling you, we just got off the phone. He said, oh, you're going to go talk to Carl and tell him I, I owe him a bottle of wine. He said he, he read your book. He flew you out to his, his city, to his company meeting. You're going through all these things with him and his staff, and they're pulling their house saying, there's no way we'll ever be able to sell a manager's agreement at this level. And, and you or he said, I'll bet you a bottle of wine you will. And sure enough, here he is saying, hey, I owe him a bottle of wine. Wouldn't your life been easier or won't it be easier when he's got not only you telling him it's possible, that that dream or that goal is achievable, but he's got a peer team that says, yeah, dude, it is possible. You can do that. I'm doing it. When we're you or I or anybody, any other consultants working with a client, that story sometimes sounds unrealistic. But once you get in that team environment and you got even one other person saying, yeah, it's possible, that's so powerful. Coming from us, they've heard our story. Coming from each other, boy, now, now they can really put some meat on that fork and say that's possible. Right. You know, what's interesting is that uh, a lot of times people are reluctant to show their numbers. It's literally like they, you know, there are people who've tuned out now because we, we talked about numbers. Right. And, and I, I just want to encourage people who are nervous about this that it's, it's nothing. It literally, as soon as you start talking about your business with people who want to help you, the numbers are going to become real. I mean, people are going to ask, what are you spending on marketing? What are you spending on personnel? Like, when was the last time you gave a pay increase? And when's the last time you raised your rates? And, you know, it doesn't take very long before people can, you know, reverse engineer your numbers just because of the conversations that you've had. And sometimes people are, are surprised, like, wow, I really thought that you guys would be, you know, making more than that in order to have a staff that you have, right? And so you're like, how do you, how do you manage that staff? Because I've got a staff half the size and I, I, I can't afford it. So, you know, some of those conversations demonstrate how we all look at money very, very differently. That's right. That's exactly right. And we, you know, we, we, we do come across folks that get a little hesitant, hesitant about showing those numbers. And we just try to guide them along. If you're afraid that, you know, people will think you're just this, this rock star, rich dude, and you just don't like to share it. Hey, look, we, we want you to break that down and say, be proud of your success and let these guys learn from you. You can humble yourself or, or their view of you just by being so willing to share how you did it. If you're a guy who's like, I, I'm, I'm embarrassed or I'm a little scared or nervous because I know I should be doing better. There's your there's your cue right there that it's even more important to get into there and say, I'm laying a bear for you nine guys. Tell me what the hell I'm doing wrong. And that can be a very liberating moment when you do have six, seven, eight, nine other guys saying, all right, I know this financials. I've been there. I, I can see exactly where you're at. And this is what I did to get myself, you know, navigating towards a, a better place. So, so you've worked with hundreds maybe thousands by now of yes. individuals who own small businesses. <clears throat> when I talk to people, I'm shocked at how many people are business owners who don't know their numbers. Like they, they can't tell you their monthly revenue within $5,000. Right. And they own the business and they've, and they've owned it for 15 years. And then there's other people like me. <laughs> like right. I check my numbers every day. Yeah. Like, you know, any day, any month of the year, even when I'm in Hawaii, you could ask me, yeah. I can tell you what's in each of my bank accounts within $10,000, like no problem. So 
you know, they're all over the place. When you begin to share numbers, how many people fit in those two categories versus in the middle? Yeah, I, I would say that it's really about a, if, if, if we're talking about the extremes, I'm going to say you get, you get a, quite a few more folks that just have a broad general idea of revenue and profit. And, you know, the, those outnumber the folks that, you know, are super into it and, and follow it very closely and tightly. And, you know, I, I can't say that I would, you know, blame the people that just know it at, at this, at this uh, broad level, because until somebody walks you through the necessity to understand why that profit is, what they did to impact it, what decisions they made, none of that's intuitive. That's some graduate level work right there. And it doesn't come natural. And once you, you know, take away, you know, there's 90 different metrics and all this stuff and say, let's boil it all down and let's look at seven or 12 or maybe 14 at the most. Let's, let's just look at those and let's see what we can figure out. In flying a plane, they have what's called the six pack. There's six instruments. That's it. That's all you need. Three of them are all that are absolutely required by the FAA to have. We can fly that plane with those three, those three dials in your business. We can have all that extra stuff, but let's boil it down to the absolute few critical. And let's make sure we let you know what those critical ones are and which ones you can evolve into understanding. Right. But it, it's, it's, it's not easy. People, it, it's not, not what, what it, it doesn't come by naturally for a lot of people. That's for sure. Right. What's interesting is the, the process of connecting up your QuickBooks once a month. Yeah. Simply that one thing yeah. is going to force somebody somewhere in the company to keep the books up to spec, at yeah. least within a month. That's right. So That's, it's yeah. so interesting. You know, you, you know, the old saying, you get better at whatever you put your attention on, right? So, yeah. you know, just at forcing a little extra attention on money you magically get better at money. So. Absolutely. We, we see that constantly. We, you know, we're, like I said, we're, you know, I, I've been doing management consulting longer than anybody in the industry, longer than anyone. My mentor who retired three years ago, he was the guy longer than me. There's a, and <laughs> we're very, we're not known. We're a, we're a little kept secret. But what I can tell you is out of the thousands of people that we've talked to, when we show them this one particular number, it's called agreement gross profitability. Once we show them how to measure it and look at it, and they actually do it for a few months, suddenly it starts improving. Not because they did anything radically different, but when we, like I said, focus that attention, a little bit of intention towards it, it suddenly starts improving, and that's a great thing. Very cool. Let me change subjects a bit. So in the peer teams, one of the things that I've noticed is that people begin to talk about new stuff in the industry sooner when they're with a team. You know, they start to say, so have you, you know, casually, have you started doing anything with Internet of Things? And at a, at a conference, you might get one or two people who say something, but you never know. You have no idea whether those people are just blowing smoke or whether they've done 52 installs. And, but in a peer team, people are super open about no, but that's something we should do together, right? right? Let's, let's go look at that and share our experiences. And, you know, we're in a business where there's new technology every year. Like I literally don't know what's going to happen in 2018, but right. something's right. going to come up and we got to learn it. 
I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, these these guys, I, we have a, a couple of different messaging board systems and I get to, one of them is just right in my face because it emails everybody and they group talking about and their, their own curiosity about this technology or this trend. The conversations get fascinating, absolutely fascinating because they, they trust one another. They have that built in like, I know who you are. I know where your strengths are. I know where your weaknesses are. If you're talking about that, I'm going to double down my attention because I know you come from a place that I've validated. It's not just a bunch of guys sitting around a conference drinking cocktails and finally having someone that'll listen to them for 20 minutes. <laughs> exactly. It's built that relationship. So, uh, all right. So let's talk about what makes these things, I guess, managed service in a month related peer groups. What, what, what is going to be different about that versus other peer groups or peer teams that are out there? Sure. Well, the first thing is they're going to be bringing the managed service in a month book with them every time they're going to have their chapters highlighted. They're going to have their things that are most important to them, you know, well bookmarked and dog eared. And that's going to be an area of particular focus. What we're, what Carl and what you're going to be bringing to the table is working through that little bit of a, what would a year of intention be towards managed service in a month? Because I, I would like to believe that everyone read it, implemented it perfectly, and follows every piece that they should. But I have a feeling we're going to sit down in that room on that first meeting here in a few months, and there's going to be guys that say, I own it, I love Carl, I've read a little bit, and I don't know what to do next. So we're going to be having that kind of year-long process, and when we get through year one, here, let's go into those, those other more, more complex and more nuanced things. And now let's look back and see what we did last year that needs to be tweaked and evolved as well. So it's going to be following that playbook that you've so graciously provided the industry to say, do these things and you're going to have, you know, a better chance of success and profitability. Well, with the new version of the book, I'm hoping it's a book that people will read once a year. You know, my, my, that would be my ideal. That they, they, they read uh, Michael Gerber, right? email yes. visited and then they read managed services a month like every year that's just that's right. <laughs> <laughs> i think they will now so how do folks get connected up with a, a peer team that is managed services in a month focused uh, and specifically you know begin that the process of getting engaged with you sure a couple things they're going to go to the web page and uh, that'll show up on the screen here i'm sure right right there they're going to go to that web page they're going to hear a lot of what we just talked about right now they're going to read about why the Barry McKinley peer teams are so special and so powerful. They're going to click the link and they can schedule a time to meet with myself. I'm going to talk to them, understand what they're looking for in a team and make sure it matches what we're able to provide. Once we hit a critical mass for any particular group, we're going to start scheduling. So once we get that five, six, seven people that have said, yeah, I'm ready, then we start looking at the scheduling and we'll be meeting in the spring. And as the more groups evolve in, We'll be cycling them into the schedule as well. But they'll go to the website, they'll read about it, they'll click the button, says meet with Josh, and away they're going to go towards that journey. Now, if I'm um, any good at what I do and you are overwhelmed, yes. how, many, how many peer teams can you do? Like if you sure. get, I mean, literally, you get 10, 20 people, you're going to be okay. You get 50, are you going to be okay? If we get, if we get uh, about 80 people, we're going to start feeling that stress. 
but at about 50 to 60 people, that's going to be right in track with what we're already doing. So we've got our hotel commitments. We've got all of our, our meeting space commitments met. We, our tool is so well built out um, that it's ready to take on more people quite easily. Onboarding, we've got a beautiful onboarding process that just tells you what to expect in this first year, how to engage in the peer team, and most importantly, how to get those numbers flowing into the tool so you can start using it immediately. And I know that we're almost out of time here, but what about the people who've already got a coach? Where does coaching and peer team, like how do they mesh together? Sure. Are they, are, is it one or the other? It, it, no, it's not. So if you've, if you've got a coach, any coach in the industry that you're working with, um, if they offer peer teams, great, like go, go for it. If they don't offer peer teams, this is the, a, the, a beautiful supplement to that because I don't care who your coach is in the industry, they're smart, they're motivating, they have your best interests in mind and they're doing a great job. Sometimes, however, that voice, because I've been doing this a long time, that voice starts seeming a little bit redundant and sometimes that voice can seem a little too good to be true. So when we get into a peer team, that team, there's gonna be somebody in there that says, no, what your coach is telling you is exactly right. You can achieve that, but hearing and having those nine other people encouraging you along the way, that's great. It's like having your, your batting coach you send your kid to, but then you got your coach and your team that you play with, but your batting coach makes sure that you're up and ready out of season and ready to come in and, and join your team every, every season. Very cool. Well, thank you, sir. It looks like our, 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 uh, I guess it's for here for me. They're almost yes, lined yes. up, our little backgrounds here. <laughs> right. I, yeah, I realize that the sun is setting here up all that island, and uh, we'll be losing our light, and you've got so, a beautiful future. Well, yeah, they're, but they're matching even in colors now. They so are. They are. It just gets better and better. <laughs> so, all right. So, let's do this again in a few weeks, and we'll yeah, get definitely. some more details. And I am going to synchronize this along with my announcement uh, um, at, at the first week of January. So, we should be ready to go. And then we'll set up a live webinar to maybe answer some questions that people have and uh, allay some, some concerns that they might have and also uh, to talk about any specifics that, that people have questions about. Okay, good. <laughs> very good. So, all righty, Josh Peterson, Barry McKinley, thank you very much. And uh, we look forward to doing some amazing stuff in 2018. Excellent, thank you, Carl. Looking forward to it. Outstanding.